How can adoptive parents who are exhausted and stressed out feel comfort and support? A young teenage girl shared one way to do this over 70 years ago. Did you finally realize your dream of having a family only to have your happily ever after turn into a nightmare? Do you find yourself up late at night wondering why nothing you try as a parent is working? Are you searching for adoption resources and a support team but can't find any? Hi neighbor, welcome to Anchors of Encouragement. I'm Tim Maudlin, husband, adoptive parent, Bible class teacher, and the persistent encourager. I too felt the joy of having a family of my own and I wished we could be like other adoptive families. I knew we were doing our best, but nothing seemed to work. And I kept asking myself, why is this happening to us? In Anchors of Encouragement, my mission is to throw adoptive parents a lifeline and be your anchor, to offer biblical mindset support and to provide stability when life gets unstable. If you're ready for real and raw talk that leads to peace beyond comprehension, so you not only survive but thrive in life's storms, this podcast is for you. Hope and healing are on the way. Hi neighbor, welcome to another episode of Anchors of Encouragement. In today's episode, I want to throw you a lifeline and share one specific anchor with you. One idea you can sit with, meditate on, and implement in your daily life. Something that is doable. I want these anchors to be a source of support and encouragement for you so you can weather the storms of life. Think of these as your daily anchors. But before that, I would like to share a review from one of our listeners. Faith writes, Biblical encouragement for adoptive parents. Adoptive parents need this support. So many adoptive parents feel like they have to walk this journey alone. But good news, they don't have to. Tim's heart to help, support, and encourage is so needed. Thank you for offering your gift, Tim. Thank you so much for that review, Faith. I really appreciate the encouragement reviews like this give me. And as always, these reviews help this podcast to reach a broader audience. Take a few minutes and please leave a review for the show. Today I want to share with you the concept of a paper anchor. I'll explain what I mean by that in just a moment. The release date for this episode is March 31st. This is the day recognized by Dutch authorities as the day Anne Frank and her sister Margot died in the Bergen-Belsen concentration camp in 1945. In this episode, I want to remember Anne Frank and share with you three entries from her diary with the hope that they will encourage you to take up journaling in your life. These insights are amazing, especially when you consider how young she was. I've talked a lot about journaling on this podcast. I've also admitted that I didn't understand it. I thought journaling was a teenage girl writing in a diary. I didn't see any need to do it in my life until I saw what it did for my son when he was in residential treatment. I've shared the story. When he went to residential treatment, his eyes were dark with anger. After a few weeks, the light started to come on. And I remember asking his therapist what was going on. And she told me, he's journaling. When I asked her to explain what was happening, she said, you can think a feeling. You can speak a feeling. But if you want to touch a feeling, you need to write. 
In episode 47, my son Johnny talks with us about the power of journaling in his life. It's become a regular practice. It's become a daily practice for me. There's some amazing things that journaling can do for you. The first entry was when she received this diary on her birthday. She wrote, I hope you'll be a great source of comfort and support. Journaling has been a source of comfort and support for me. On more than one occasion, if I'm upset about something, all I have to do is to get away for a few minutes and with pen to paper, write those thoughts down that are bothering me. And without fail, I start to feel more calm about whatever situation I'm dealing with. The second entry in her diary I want to share with you is this. Paper has more patience than people. There are just some things you have no business saying to people, but you can say them to paper. One of the ways I put this into practice is to write down things that are bothering me. Maybe it's a person that's bothering me. I can write those thoughts down on paper, and typically what I'll do is I'll either tear it up or I'll burn it. Once you've done that, you've released those negative feelings. Again, it goes back to the first one. You have a sense of calmness after you've done that. Paper is more patient than people. The third and final entry I want to share with you is this. And says, I want to write. But more than that, I want to bring out all kinds of things that lie buried deep in my heart. This entry reminded me of what Johnny's therapist told me. You can think a feeling, you can speak a feeling, but if you want to touch a feeling, you need to write. There are things that are buried deep in our hearts. Journaling will bring them out. I saw firsthand what it did for Johnny. I saw the light come back on in his eyes. Let's get to your daily doable and consider three ways that you can make journaling a practice in your life. Number one, journaling can take as little or as much time as you like. Begin or end your day with a journaling routine. The amount of time is not as important as the commitment to make time to journal. Number two, journaling topics are open-ended. Write about anything you want. You can use prompts as a guide or write whatever comes to mind. And number three, journaling doesn't have to be complicated. Start with what you have. If you have a pen and a piece of paper, you can start right now. Don't let the system get in your way. How can adopted parents who are exhausted and stressed out feel comfort and support? May I suggest you tether yourself to a paper anchor. I've seen it work in my son's life. I've seen it work in my life. And I believe it can work in your life too. That's all for this episode. I want to thank you so much for joining me. Until next time, this is Tim encouraging you to do what you can now. If this podcast has given you the courage and confidence to face storms in your life, the number one way you can thank me is to leave a written review on Apple Podcasts. Tell a friend about the show. Take a screenshot of this episode and share it in your Instagram stories and tag me at Tim Maudlin. 
You can also connect with me in my Facebook group, Anchors of Encouragement. So until next time, this is Tim encouraging you to do what you can now.